This call is being recorded. If you do not wish to be recorded, please disconnect at this time. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Something happens when we call. Jesus, 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 something happens when we call you, healer, 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 healer. That something happens when we call you, provider, provider, provider. That's who you are, provider, provider, provider. Said something happens when we call you. When we call you, when we call you, said something happens when we call you, all our troubles are gone. When we call you, said all our worries are gone. When we call you. Something happens when we call you. Amen, amen, amen. And before we go into the sermon, I want to have Spills come on and say something in regards to you all having us there for nine years, and we thank you all once again. Good morning, New Haven family and friends. Pastor Fields and I would truly like to thank you all for a blessed nine years. Even though the pandemic, you know, has held people back from services, we still praise God through the conference line, and we never receive or talk to one another on the phone. But this day is a special day, and I'd just like to tell you all that I love you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. And as we come this morning, we thank God for Sister Wright. We thank God for Deacon Milton. We thank God for each and every one that has joined us on this New Haven Missionary Baptist Church Conference Line, where on Sunday we come together to praise, we come together to worship, we come together to hear a word from the Lord. Let us pray. O gracious and merciful God, God that's everlasting to everlasting, we thank you for being God and 
being God all by yourself. We thank you, dear God, for another great and awesome opportunity that you have given us, dear God, to come together, dear Lord, and continue to study your word. We thank you, dear God, for just allowing, dear God, us to come together and lift up your name. We thank you, dear God, for another opportunity that we can come and look into your word to get instructions, to look into your word to get guidance, to look into your word to get direction, to look into your word to get hope, to look into your word to get encouragement. And, Father God, we pray that you would open up every ear to hear. God, we pray that you would open up every heart to receive what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to us on today. The Master would be so very kindful, mindful and always grateful to give you the glory, Lord, to give you the honor, and, oh, Lord, to give you the praise. It's in Jesus' name we say amen. Once again, we want to welcome each and every one of you all to this New Haven Missionary Baptist Church conference line and we just thank God for just another opportunity. On today, we'll be coming from 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, reading verses 1 through 4. Once again, 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, reading verse 1 through 4. And the Bible reads, Wherefore, when we could no longer forbear, we thought it good to be left at Athens alone and sent to Methus, our brother and minister of God and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith, that no man should be moved by these afflictions. For yourselves know that we are appointed thereunto, for verily when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation, even as it came to pass, and ye know. This is the word of God for the people of God on this day. You all, as we come this morning, giving God the glory, giving God the honor, and we come giving him all of the praise this morning that's due unto his most holy and precious name. And I want to say what a privilege it is to be able to take everything to God in prayer this morning. Yeah, why? Because there's so much going on in the world, and we need to continuously lay our burdens down at the feet of God. And, and, and as we gather on this conference line to we're going we're all going to through different trials as we gather today in our homes we're all going through different tribulations and as christians you all we face many different afflictions and as christians we face many different afflictions on this christian journey yeah yeah we have sicknesses of all kinds we have financial issues, we have loss of loved ones, some have difficulties, have hardship, and it can go on and on. And as we look at this word, afflictions, yeah, afflictions is a state of being afflicted, a state of continuous pain, distress, 
ugly. So this morning, I want to teach and preach from the subject title, you all, Appointed Afflictions. Yes, Appointed Afflictions. As Paul, we see he took pride in spreading the gospel, and he knew that his hope, he knew that his joy and rejoicing was come only in the presence of the Lord. And we, too, should realize that our hope, our joy and rejoicing comes by continuously and constantly and consistently being in the presence of the Lord yet while suffering for the gospel of Satan. Yeah, Paul, you are Paul, as we look. Paul was concerned about those that he had preached to and for those that accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior. And we too as well, I said we too all should be concerned about those that we had shared the word with. Yeah, yeah. We to be concerned about all of those that we met, even on our jobs, even in the stores, in our homes, the ones that we have shared the gospel message with. We should be continuously concerned about them. And just like Paul. Paul wanted to check up on them. And I tell you this morning, we have so many ways to check in and check up on our brothers and sisters. But why was Paul concerned, you all, that he got to check up on the people? Well, because Paul knew that they were under a lot of pressure. And we too know that not only are we all under pressure, we got to realize that our other brothers and sisters that are on this Christian journey are under pressure. Yeah, yeah, they're under persecution. And even in the days of Paul, the ones that he had preached to and the ones that had received Jesus as a Lord and Savior in Thessalonians, yeah, yeah, they were under persecution, you all, by Jews, good God Almighty, and also by the Gentiles. And I got to let you know <laughs> that many of us have been persecuted, Lord have mercy, by our own family members. Good God Almighty. We've been persecuted by friends. Good God Almighty. And we too, some, have been persecuted by saved folks. Good God Almighty. As well as the unsaved. And we see that Paul, you all, Paul had firsthand experience with affliction. Paul had firsthand experienced with persecution, and he wanted to be with them during these hard times. And I know that the pandemic has separated us, and we know that we want to be with one another as many of those at New Haven Missionary Baptist Church, the family and friends, are going through trials, going through tribulation, going through grief, going through loss. I know that we all want to be in fellowship with one another. And that's why Paul, Paul wanted to check in upon the people because he knew that there will be, good God Almighty, some appointed afflictions in their life. These afflictions of mockery, the afflictions, good God Almighty, of persecution, the afflictions of maybe being stabbed in the back, but I come to let you know that we all, I said, we all have some appointed afflictions, and we should be there for others doing their 
personal affliction. The Bible in First Thessalonians, you all, chapter 2, verse 17 through 18, puts it like this. But we, brothers, being taken from you for a short time in presence, but not in heart, endeavor the more abundantly to see your face with great desire. Wherefore, we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, once and again. But watch what Paul said. Paul said, but Satan hindered us, good God of mine. And when we look at the things that come up in our life, the distractions that maybe cause us not to get on the line on Tuesday, good God of mine, the distractions you are that come up in our lives that we don't log in on Wednesday. And these same affections, good God of mine, and distractions, these things that come up to cause us not to call in or even cause us, my God, not to wake up our children on time, my God, to get up on the Zoom line. And then those same afflictions, those same distractions that Satan used to keep us laying in bed, not getting up, not getting on the line, and continuing to make God a part of our everyday life. The things that Satan used that will hinder us, good God Almighty, that will not allow us to come together and fellowship. And we've been separated by this pandemic. But thanks be unto God, you all, that we can still connect with each other and continue to fellowship. And just as Satan hindered Paul, we need to know that Satan will try to hinder our progress. Yep, he will use the appointed afflictions against us. Yep, but I'm reminded you all of what the songwriter said. The songwriter said, the devil is busy, but good God Almighty, hallelujah, but God is real. I want to let you know God is real. And thanks be unto God who lets us know, according to Psalm 34 and 19, the Bible said you all, that many are afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. So I come by to let you know that even though we have some appointed afflictions, the Lord, I said, the Lord will deliver you out of every affliction. But we got to get back and look at Paul. For whatever reason, Paul was not able to go back to see those in Thessalonians. He sent Timothy to see them. In other words, you all, Paul was willing to stay where he was. And sometimes we must be, be willing to make sacrifices for others. Because sometimes and majority of the time, it's not always about us, but it's sometimes about what we do, hallelujah, for other people. And we may not be able to visit each other right now, but God has given us this great and awesome technology to continue to come together. We must call others. We must text others and see just how they're doing but in order, you all, to check in on others, we must be prepared like Timothy was. Timothy, you all, was trained by Paul. He was taught by Paul. And that's why Paul was confident in sending Timothy. Can anyone 
put their trust in you, that you will be able to go and check in on them. Can anyone put their trust in you? Are you about your father's business this morning? Are you reaching out to your brothers? Are you reaching out to your sister? Are you going back and checking in on those that down through the years you've shared the gospel message? Are you going back and calling and texting those that you've given a word to, that you planted a seed? Are you going back and watering that seed of the word and giving God the glory for him giving the increase? Have you studied, my God, to show yourself approved as a workman that needed not to be ashamed? But are you rightfully dividing the word of truth? And I come by this morning to let you know, New Haven Missionary Baptist Church family, that every Christian should become mature enough to help grow other Christians. I think I need to say that again. Somebody needs to write this down. You, as a Christian, should become mature enough to help grow other Christians. And yet, where some may be, they may not fully understand, but it's up to the mature Christians to go back and check on them and help them grow. But as we look at Paul, Paul sent Timothy back, and he wanted Timothy to do two things. First, in the text, he told Timothy to establish them concerning their faith. In other words, you all, Timothy was not going back to spy on them, nor was Timothy going to condemn them, but he was going to simply encourage and establish them in their faith. The Bible, you all, tells us in Romans 10 and 17, it says like this, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I tell you that God has placed the word on the inside of each and every one of us, and we have a duty, we have a responsibility to share the word of God because it said again, faith cometh by hearing. Somebody got to hear the word of the Lord that God has put in your heart and hearing by the word of God. See, Paul, you all, have to see the good report that the people, you all, have received the word. And not only have they received the word, but they were faithful. And then they got to realize that as they received the word and faithful, here it is, they were growing spiritually. You got to ask yourself, have you grown some more than you did last week? You got to look back at your life and ask yourself, have I grown from the word of God? Am I growing spiritually? Am I being faithful? And likewise, New Haven Missionary Baptist Church family and friends, we must continue to, to hear the word. We must continue to not only hear the word, but here it is. We got to act on the word. Well, why, Pastor, do we have to act on the word? Because we all have some appointed affliction. And because of the persecution, Paul wanted to be sure that they were still standing. Good God Almighty, is anybody out there still standing in spite of what you're going through? Are you still standing in spite of having some appointed affliction?
wanted, hallelujah, to check on you, to ask you that are you still standing, that even though you may be going through trials, are you still standing? I come by this morning to check on you, to ask you through the tribulation that you may be facing. Hallelujah. Are you still standing? The Bible lets us know in Second Peter 1 and 12, the NLT version put it like this. He said, therefore, I will always remind you about these things, even though you already know them and are standing firm in the truth that you have been taught. Yeah, we all need to be reminded of the things that we've been taught. And although we know them, sometimes the appointed affliction will cause us to take our eyes off of what we already know. But every now and again, we all got to remind one another to stand firm, my brother, to stand firm, my sister, to stand in the truth, to be established, good God Almighty, be established in your faith, good God Almighty. So Paul, you all, Paul wanted Timothy to cheer them on so they would not be discouraged by the hard time that they were facing. And I come by this morning to cheer you on, to root you on, to say stand firm in your faith in spite of the appointed affliction. I've come by to cheer you on, to be encouraged, because we all, we all have an appointment with some affliction. I've come by this morning to cheer you on, to say stand firm, be established, hallelujah, in your faith. And in order to be established, we got to have the word in our hearts. But as we move forward, you all, the second thing that Paul wanted Timothy to do, he wanted them according to the text. He wanted him to comfort them concerning their faith. See, Paul, you all, Paul wanted more than just a profession of their faith. In other words, anybody can talk a good game, good God Almighty. But what Paul wanted Timothy to do was to see if they were practicing their faith. And I got to let you know that it's one thing to talk about it, but it's another thing to be about it. But I know New Haven Missionary Baptist Church family and friends, while we make God a part of our everyday life, not only are we going to profess our faith, but we're going to practice our faith. We must walk out our faith. Why? Because the afflictions that we experience are not all an accident, but they are just a test of your faith. I come by this morning to cheer you on, to let you know that the afflictions that you face are not meant to hurt you, but they are meant to make you strong. In other words, these appointed afflictions are for your good that will show others that not only am I establishing my faith, but I'm confident concerning my faith. Second Corinthians 5 and 7 lets us know, hallelujah, 
Hallelujah. That we walk by faith and not by sight. So when these appointed afflictions, you all, come up in our lives, Paul wanted them to know, according to what the text says in verse number three, the text this morning in verse three lets us know that no man should be moved by these afflictions. We got to look at Job. Come here, Job. See, Job went through, and his friends thought that it was because he sinned, but God allowed Job to be tested. And so because you may be going through different afflictions that are pointed in your life just because you're in one affliction and out of one and you go through another, it's just a test. And that's why Job's friends thought that he had sinned. But just because you go through one affliction after another does not mean that you have sinned. But it could be because you have chosen, hallelujah, to pick up your cross and follow Jesus. It may not be because you've sinned, but because you've chosen the good things. You've chosen the good shepherd to lead you and guide you. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter 4 and 12, the NLT version, my brothers and sisters, says it like this. Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through as if something strange were happening to you. In other words, church, don't be shaken. Don't let these appointed afflictions slow you down when these fiery trials come upon you. I come to let you know that we don't have to be shaken. I come this morning to let you know that we do not have to be disturbed when trouble rises. Hallelujah. Don't panic. Don't get in an uproar. Just continue to understand that I have some appointed afflictions ahead of me. But stop, my God, and look back at those appointed afflictions that God got you through last week. Maybe look back last month at that appointed affliction that God brought you through, that down through the years, that God has been good to you and I. And there's some good news, you all, in the middle of learning that we will have some appointed afflictions. The Bible gives us hope. It assures us according to 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. The NLT version puts it like this. He said, the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. Yeah, yeah. And God, I said, God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. But here's some good news, too, that when you are tempted, he will show you, hallelujah, a way out so you can endure so just understand that these appointed afflictions, God has already given me the opportunity to endure these afflictions. So as Timothy, you all, establish and comfort them in their faith. This helps them to endure and overcome their present hardship. So no matter, no matter what it is, I come to let you know that the Lord our God 
is with you. So it's not a matter of if those appointed afflictions will come, but it's a matter of when. But I come by to cheer you on to let you know that God will not tempt you above that which you are able to stand. Hallelujah. So as we learned last week, how God, my God, how Christ prepared the disciples for hardship as they spread the gospel message, I come this morning to encourage you, hallelujah, to keep the faith because we all go through and no one is exempt from these appointed afflictions. And Satan, I say, he will use every means to attack the Christian and to try to weaken our faith in God. But the Bible, hallelujah, tells us in 2 Timothy 2 and 3, the NLT tells us like this. He said, endure suffering along with me as good soldiers. Church, I come by to let you know that we're all in this thing together, that we're going to continue to pray together. We're going to continue to praise together. We're going to continue to endure suffering along with one another because we are New Haven Missionary Baptist Church. We are in the army of the Lord this morning. We are good soldiers that we're going to fight the battle. We're going to stay on the battlefield. And we've got to understand that with our faith in God, we are defeated. But this morning, I come to cheer you on and to let you know that we will stand firm in the middle of a point of affliction. We will be obedient to the word of God yet while we're going through. So let's cheer each other on. Let's support each other and let's warn each other and especially the new Christians and especially the young believers in Christ. Let's teach them that these appointed afflictions will make them strong. And according to Ephesians 6 and 16, the Bible said, hallelujah, it said, above all, take the shield of faith wherewith you to be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. New Haven Missionary Baptist Church family and friends, be established in your faith. Good God Almighty, be confident in your faith. So when these appointed afflictions arise, I'm reminded of what Deuteronomy 31 and 6, the NLT says it like this. He said, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will never fail you nor abandon you. And I come by this morning to let you know that God will not ever forsake you. He'll never leave you. He's a very present help in the times of trouble. I come by this morning to let you know that just as Jesus Christ, he overcame death. Stop all and let you know that we too, my God, are overcomers. We have overcome the things that God has called us to. Why? Because we're going to be established in our faith. We're going to be confident in our faith. So let's all prepare that as we come up on these important decisions, that we will not be moved and we will not be shaken. So New Haven Missionary Baptist Church, 
I come this morning to cheer you on, to let you know that the Lord will not tip you above that which you are able. But with that temptation, he will show you a way out so you can endure. So as these appointed afflictions come upon our lives, let's be there for one another. Let's pray for one another. Let's love one another. And let's support one another. Because we are truly our brothers and sisters keepers. God bless you all is my prayer. And there may be someone today that may have not accepted Jesus Christ in the pardoning of your sins. And I come by this morning to let you know that right where you are, you have the opportunity to come to Jesus. Come to him just as you are right now. Come. Accept, believe, and confess. For the Bible tells us that if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, the Bible gives us hope and assurance that you shall be saved. Right where you are, accept, believe, and confess. Father, we thank you, dear God, for another day's journey. We thank you, dear Master, for allowing us to understand that we all have some appointed afflictions. Father, we thank you for the biblical models that you continuously give us in your word, that we can look to you, dear God, to lead us and guide us that we can look to you and your word, dear God, that helps us to understand the things that may come our way. But Father, we thank you for the hope and the assurance that you give us, that you will give us the strength to endure. So, Lord, we thank you for this day, God. We bless you and we praise you. And it's in Jesus' name we all say, amen. This call has been recorded.